Live from the heart of the Mid-Ohio Valley, this is the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Now here are your hosts, Bob Mercer and Rick Sawyer. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll be in the building for another hour or so, right? Oh, hour or so, sure. Evening, everybody. It's Sunday. You know what that means? It's time for the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Welcome. Welcome. My name is Bob Mercer, your host. With me, as always, on the other end of the string out in Murphy Town, is your host and my best friend, Mr. Rick Sawyer. Even Good evening, Mr. Bob. How are you doing? Just got off work. Yeah. Yep. How'd that work out for you? You know, it's interesting. I always they always say on the seventh day the Lord rested. Yeah. Wasn't today. <laughs> Them people are nuts. Oh yeah. Do what you gotta do. I got I, I, I gotta show you all some stuff. Um you know I've been whining about my machine being my three D printer right there, being behind uh being behind me, dear Lord, <laughs> being broke down. Well, it got fixed it with a capital T. So, that's right, starfish. And another one. That's right, right there. Now, that here is my prize. You need the Bob Squarepants to go with those. Sorry. That's all right. This is, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, this is, that is, that is, this is cool. a golden eagle. You know how long it took? You said 30, something like 40 hours? Almost 40 hours to oh print this word. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, this goes to my buddy, Magistrate Joe Cool, who's too cool for cool. this. Yeah, I mean, you no wouldn't pun think. Intended. That's true, too. You wouldn't think that something like that would like take that long, but it's so intricate of... though. Is that bad? No, that's good. That's very quit, good. Quit using big words. I'm sorry. It's really groovy. <laughs> okay. We'll let that one. All so right. anyway, other than that, um, worked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday day shift, finished up at five thirty today, come home. Had to get ready for the Bobcast, and I'm off for till Tuesday night at 5.30. Then I'm off next weekend. I think I'm going to have a yard sale next weekend. How much do you want for your yard? I knew you was going to ask that. I did. I knew you were going to ask that question, and I'm glad you did because I want $12 a square foot. Yeah, there you go. That's a good price. What? Well, not really, because you, have you ever seen a square foot? No, I have not. Okay, exactly. So how do you know what to sell? I don't know. So anyway, but I've got so much junk. Well, let me back up. i got so much stuff. stuff. And so, hold on a minute. Don't go away. i got to flip it over to something here because I didn't see it. 
No, you're not. You're going to a baton competition. Ooh, that's right. I am going to a baton competition next week for my Riley. All righty. You, you know they're almost ready to graduate, what, in about three weeks? Yeah. My Lord. Now we got that um, schedule coming up, too. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Matter of fact. Yeah. Other than that, just been working and city counseling and um, family and the Bobcast. Not as much time on the Bobcast as you do, but I've, you know, just got a lot going on. And yeah. it's been really cool. The weather's been nice. I got my metal detector all fired up, got new batteries in it. And uh, I'll be partaking upon some metal detecting. Got to get down and get my fishing poles and stuff and get them ready because I'm going fishing. Very good. I've had all I can take and I can't take much more. So what's been going on out in your world? Been real quiet. My, uh, my landlord been filling in the backyard he brought in about eight or nine dump truck loads of dirt where at them back there yeah between the creek between, yeah between the house and the creek oh now it's all it's about eight inches thicker than it was is that and he's going, he's going to grade that all off and put a picnic table out there for us oh that's cool oh yeah that's gonna be nice out there by the out there by the creek by the creek the up the creek. holler, up the holler by the creek. Down, down the holler by the creek. Oh, by golly. I don't know what else to tell you. So, but anyway, um, that's all that's been going on. We just, wow, tired. I don't know why. I, Doc says I'm good, but I'm just exhausted all the time. And wouldn't have to figure that out. My sugar's perfect, stuff like that. So, ran into some, oh, we, um, we went to um, Olive Garden last night. Me and Amanda and Jessica and Erica. First time we've been out with the girls and ever since we adopted them out. I think it was. <laughs> so, anyway, so I ran into uh, I ran into Johnny and Stephanie Canfield. Johnny used to be a deputy here in Wood County, and Stephanie was a nurse at Cannon Clark, and they now live in Alabama and they own a uh, bakery, <clears throat> like cupcakes and. But it was good to see him. I, we were sitting, we were sitting down, and I'll tell you how this came to be. We were sitting down, waiting on our. Um, I'm glad she did, Russ. My brother Russ said Kylie, his daughter Kylie had a good time at the prom okay. last night or the other night. So anyway, we're sitting there, and this guy walks by, this old, older gentleman, and he has a cane. And Erica, being Erica, she goes, "Dad, let's get up. Mom, let's get up. Let these people sit down." So I walked over to tell this guy he could sit down. It was Johnny Johnny um, Canfield. And uh, I about fell down because I didn't even know they were in town. They were in for their grandson's first birthday. And happy birthday to him. Um, I didn't get his name. I'm sorry. But happy birthday to Johnny and Stephanie's grandson. Turned one year old yesterday, I think it was. But it was good to see him. God love him. I haven't seen him. You know what's weird? This Stephanie babysat for us when I was probably this this big. Oh my! Last year, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just bizarre. It, it, it's just bizarre. It, it just that's all I can say. It's just bizarre. I mean, yeah, I was, it's uh, always neat running into old friends like that. Yeah, it is, especially when you're not expected. Because I didn't know they were in town, and I just. You know, I was trying to be nice. 
let let them sit down. Then I realized who it was, and you know, we hugged. And then after we got done, I went over. After we got done eating, I went over where they were at, stood there and talked to them for the longest time. That they went back to Alabama, Greenbow, Alabama today, and uh, so you know, I wish them the best trip. That way, get home safe and. You know, they want us to come down. I told them we want, we definitely want to go, go to Alabama. So, anything else going on your end? No, sir. Flag on the question, Frank. Let's see what else is going on. Oh, our, our park school picnic's doing really good. It's starting oh, to cut. Us coming together, and um, I got to go out tomorrow after, you know, after we have coffee or something and go down back over to Joe Sadie's place over at Executive Signs and see if he got anything done yet because it's pretty cool and uh but finally got my room put back together doesn't look like it but i did i got things on the wall feel better looks better and then once i get my stuff like the on the air and the bobcast lights and stuff it'll that'll be it'll, cool. I, I think it's gonna look great i think it's gonna look great i think i think people look at it and go oh that's that's looks, cool. That looks great. <laughs> so, but anyway, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in tonight and joining us. And as always, we at the Bobcast look for the everything positive about our community. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of positivity. If you look for it, you can sit and whine about it. I don't care. But there's a lot of pop. Yes, Rick? Oh. That hurt me. My dog just landed with his nails in the middle of my back. You're dinging. I don't, you, yeah. got the, you, you got the voice changer thing on. It was like... Anyway. Really? Well, just for a split second. Is that more better? That's more the better. All right. Sorry about that. So anyway, thank you, everybody, for your comments. Thank you for your suggestions. And just general chit-chat with us. You know, tonight, so far, we have the Mercer twins, Eric and Russ. And... Uh, so they're on. <laughs> I'll hear about it here in a minute. So uh, last week, Rick, as you know, we spent nearly the entire hour telling people about upcoming events. There was a bunch of them, proms and stuff, and chatting about all the inter- interesting places we visited and didn't leave, but just a few minutes for our Spotlight MOV, which last week was the Blennerhassett Hotel, which this week is going to be the same thing, Blennerhassett Hotel and Spa in downtown Parkersburg, West by God, Virginia. So, anyway, moving right along to the pet of the week. We actually have two today. Actually, two from, um, this is Ben and Ian. Ben's beautiful little black cat. And Ian, he's just, uh, he's just cuter and speckled puppy for a cat. So, but anyway, a little bit about these two. Ben and Ian have been sheltered since February 6th of this year. That's pretty long and that's sad, you know, I'm sure. And they have come a long way. They were petrified to be there and weren't really fond of being touched. They're year old boys and flourish with loving care of the volunteers and staff. Ian and Ben are neutered and vetted. They've been waiting for their forever home. Um, They are not bonded, but being together for a while, they've become great friends. So if if you want a cat, think about adopting both Ian and Ben because they're like BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
you know, keep them. They're hanging out in the community room right now, I guess, to shelter and ask any staff members to meet them. And we're going to try, we'll have next week, we're going to try to have a dog on. Um, right now, we dog don't have what? a, right now we don't have a dog in the race. Oh, got it. Oh, that deserves a, aww. There we go. That's right. That's what we're saying right there. Boo. Aww. Okay. Anyway. So get down here and love on them babies. And if you don't want them, they've got a bunch of cats and they're full. Like we told you last week, they are at capacity. And that's not normally good. You know, these creatures, creatures, these fur babies deserve, you know, a life. And it's sad that, you know, people don't be responsible enough to neuter and spay to keep the population down a little bit. And then these poor babies end up either on the side of the street somewhere, which happens, which is BS, and or they end up down to the Humane Society and the worst happens. And we don't want to talk about that, but it does happen. And I think it's crazy. You know, get your spets, your spets, get your pets spayed and neutered and just, you know, try to try to keep the amount of babies out of the uh Humane Society and off the side of the streets. There've been a lot of, you know, a lot of animal calls lately, you know, and a lot of it on Facebook, people, you know, hit, hit the animal. You know, if you hit an animal, stop, seriously. Don't let that, uh, that dog or cat lay there and suffer. Come on, that's absurd. That's a bunch of crap. And it, well, I've seen a lot of them on Facebook this week and it's just annoying as all get out. You know, these poor babies are laying their side of the road suffering. Some, some, you know, um, good Samaritan comes on, picks them up, takes them to the vet, you know, and tries to help them out. But come on, seriously, that's crazy. I, uh, I won't even go into that. It just irritates yeah. me every time I think about it. So hi to everybody at Wood County 911. B sh- or D shifts working, cap shift. Good evening, everybody. Evening to our police officers, firefighters, EMS workers. Uh, let's see, who else, Rick? All them guys. All them one peoples. Because yep. we have the best right here, people. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Trust. Morning, Gerald. How are you, pal? And uh, But we have the best of them right here. So moving right along, Rick, we got some volunteer. Ooh, 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 Mr. Cotton, Mr. Looking, you want to volunteer? You want to do something QL? Mid-Ohio Valley Health Department is looking for volunteers for the Medical Reserve Corps. And it's a division of citizen corps operating under the umbrella of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA. And it was officially launched as a national community-based movement in July of 2002. It was formed in response to President Bush's call for all Americans to offer volunteer service to their community in the wake of 9-11 attacks. We all know what happened that day bunch of coward idiots decided they wanted to kill our people and that's just the Mid-Ohio Valley Medical Corps Reserve is managed by the Mid-Ohio Valley Health Department serves Calhoun, Pleasant, Ritchie, Roan, Wood Counties and is the per- their purpose is to strengthen our community by providing an avenue for medical and public health volunteers to offer their expertise during times of community need. Rick and I uh, 
Rick and I were part of the community emergency response team. We were part of the Red Cross. And, and you know, these are part of that whole organization that comes together when in a time of need. And so, you know, if you're interested, go down, talk to the to the uh, director of uh, rep preparedness, Derek Wilson. You can call him at 485-7374, extension 181, or at preparedness at movhd.com. And he'll tell you, and there's also more information about, visit threat preparedness page at wovhd.com. And also it's on the volunteer page of the bobcast.net. Go, go look, become, you know, Rick and I harp all the time about, you know, volunteer, you know, everybody needs to, everybody needs to help out, you know, I mean, not, you don't have to, but trust me after, you know, when you, when, when you're out helping people like we did, you know, during the duration, Rick and I were like, Oh my God, oh my gosh. <clears throat> that, that was Our something. team put in over, over 2000 staff hours. That's a bunch of hours. That's that a, bunch. a bunch of hours for a small group like we had. Yeah. Yeah. And we were everywhere. I mean, we were in here in work County, you know, we helped out in work County and, um, we helped out here and during the Rick and I were down in the great state of McDowell County with the red cross helping out with flooding down there. Speaking of floods. Oh man. I wish I had, sh- I wish I had you put that picture up, but I didn't, you know, up here at Candom Avenue in front of Sonic where it always floods mm-hmm. and they fixed it. They didn't fix it. It didn't fix it the other night when, uh, when it stormed, when it rained real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Jerry, make a difference in the community. Join a volunteer organization. Absolutely. Volunteer fire departments are screaming for people. They're, exactly. You know, and, and that is something that you can be proud of. I mean, if you save a life. There's nothing have, like it. Nothing, nothing like, like saving a life. Nothing. And so anyway, what I was going to tell you the other night. I think Erica, they sent me a picture up there. Now, mind you, Rick, the uh, they just replaced all the pipes. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like Lake Lake Erie up there. It was flooded, unbelievably, absolutely flooded. And I took a picture of it, sent it to the mayor, and I'm sure he will handle it like he always does. Yeah, you know, and. I thought we had it fixed because past couple times it didn't do anything. But since they replaced the new pipes, I don't know what they did differently, but it's uh, it flooded. I wish I had the pictures. I've got them on my phone, but it's like mega, mega time, mega time. So anyway, again, get a hold of now. Get over there. Get a hold of Mr. Wilson over to the threat threat preparedness department at the health department talk to him about becoming a, becoming a, uh, a volunteer somewhere, become a health department volunteer, become, you know, medical reserve corps, become part of their cert team, go to the red cross, become part of their disaster team. Um, Rick and I got to go down and set up, like I said, we was in a great state of McDowell County and we got to set up communications from one point to the next. That's pretty fun. I thought it was. It was a, it was a good time. It was a good. Uh... We we had to improvise because there was supposed to be stuff coming in from the state, which, like, 
receivers or something like that, wasn't it? And they ended well, up. They not. were supposed to have a bunch of radios come in. Yeah, and they then didn't get them. And then, so, and then we set them up with walkie-talkies, but the incident commander couldn't get permission from the state office to buy batteries for our walkie-talkies. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, volunteering, I've, you know, I've been volunteering. When I was 13 years old, I was part of the West Virginia Wing Civil Air Patrol, Parkersburg Composite Squadron, and I was cadet. I was one of the cadet um, sergeants, and you know, just a bunch of us, you know, uh, great people that I got to work with, got to fly, got to go search for aircraft, go up, and it's it meets Tuesday nights at the airport, and we have to go up there one night, Rick. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do we'll, that. We'll bring that. We'll spotlight that and talk yep. to the talk to the commanders up there, and the and the uh, cadet commanders and the cadets. We can talk to all of them. So let's plan on that. I, I mean, I know we plan a lot, and we got a lot on our plate, like we talked about today. Yeah. And I, 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 I want to tell you, I'm sorry that that you know it's we're not. I'm not exactly sure what we're doing wrong about everything but we're trying very hard and i'm not sure what else to do so, i don't think i don't think we're doing anything wrong it's just that uh people i don't know seem, jerry people still don't seem to be interested in what's going on in our community and i don't i can't understand that yeah 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 we well, now we got a few uh, don't get me wrong we've got a few faithful followers and we really really appreciate y'all for for being there for us Absolutely. But, but spread the word. My gosh, we got, we just got to get more people involved in the community. That's all. And and on the Bobcast, I mean, come, pop on the Bobcast. Tell us you want to be there. Yeah, we'll we'll get you here. If you got a cell phone, if you got a cell phone or a laptop, we can get you and bring you in as a guest. Don't even exactly. have to go anywhere. Just do it from your home. Just sit at your house and enjoy a cup of, um, my case, white milk, or your favorite adult beverage. We're not picky. Like iced tea? Yeah. Ice Long tea. Island iced tea. Okay. Long Island, other otherwise. And so, but anyway, get a hold of him and become a part of something really cool. Okay. Yeah. Youth focus. Well, I think we pretty much went over everything from last week that's been on this week, right? With the volunteer yeah. situation. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the youth focus this week is basically going to be, well, that's right. Jerry, you go. Jerry says Pepsi. Why not? Straight up, right, Jerry? Yeah. Or, or on the rocks or something like that. I always say scotch and water, hold the water, please. Yeah. So anyway, guess what, Rick? We got graduations coming up. Gadget Medation. You know, I graduated sixth grade. Did you? Yeah. Wasn't that long ago either, was it? Over at Madison School? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason they, the only reason they did that is to get rid of me. <laughs> They said, Lordy, 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 that boy is, he needs to go. Anyway, Board of Education released 2023 high school graduation dates for this year. So, William Town High School is going to graduate on Sunday, May 21st, which is 21 days from now, at 3 o'clock p.m. Parkerburg High School graduates on Monday, May 22nd, at 7 o'clock p.m. And Parkerburg South High School, yay, Riley. Uh, graduates on Tuesday, May 23rd at 7 p.m., which we're going to go to because I'm going to watch my granddaughter graduate. My graduation is also on May 23rd. 
Well, we didn't get to go to Sheridan's because COVID. Oh, yeah. So we didn't get to go to Sheridan's graduation. And, of course, when I graduated sixth grade, none, none of the girls got to go to it. I don't understand that, but, man. They were all good. working. That's what it was. They were all working. <laughs> I'll, I'll show myself out. Thank you very much for asking that. But anyway, so mark on your calendars about that. Put your, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it won't rain. And um, hopefully it won't, you know, it, everything will go well. And you can get outside. And because I think if I'm not mistaken, like Erica or somebody said that if it rains and they have to go inside, they're, only, they're limited. They're limited to so many. But if it's nice, they have it outside, then everybody can show up. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then Riley's all set for college. Sheridan's in for the summer. And she's now, got she, she graduates from WU next year, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. And so you'll, you'll she, get to go to a big graduation next year. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is really, really it, cool. That is way cool. And Sheridan got accepted for a um, an internship up in Morgantown. Oh, great. She's going to be event coordinator for the college, I think, oh. or somewhere. But anyway, it's an event coordinator, and it's a paid position. And she's going to be – she gets to travel different places throughout the state, and I, I think Pennsylvania. And I think somebody said she could go as far as – North Carolina, I think. Oh wow, that'd be I'm great. Just, just going by what I what I heard and what I was listening to, so I'm glad Sheridan got to do that. And um, but it's just it's just we talk about this every week because it's just bizarre that my kids are growing up so fast. You know, I'm still 18 years old. My grandkids are graduating college already. Quiet, Jerry. Don't even say anything. I know you want to, but don't. So. We don't have any new hirings this week because um, not a lot going on this week, I don't think. But there's all kinds of jobs out there if you want them. Trust me. Come up 911. Call Bill Riffle and uh, tell him you want to be a 911 dispatcher like Bob. But just don't say my name backwards because that will pick me off. So we're not going to do, we're going to skip over that. We don't have any job openings this week. We know Vienna PD's hiring, Ravenswood's hiring, State Police yeah, but is they're, hiring. But they're, they're, their filing dates have already passed. Exactly so, what yeah. I was going to say. But they've already, they've already passed over. So um, one thing we have on Mark Your Calendar this tonight is Give Local MOV is having a 24-hour online fundraising campaign that unites our region in support of important local causes. Uh, so join us on Tuesday, May 2nd, where we try to reach new heights by helping nonprofits raise even more funds on the ninth annual giving day. During these unprecedented, unprecedented and challenging times of Joe Biden, I mean, challenging times, we need everyone to step up and give local. Yeah, you said that. To support the good in our region. Join us and celebrate the collaborative effort it takes to make this. Did I say that? No, not out loud. Okay, so so I didn't say what an idiot he is, right? No, we just heard you think it. All right, so Give Local is powered by the Parkerburg Area Community Foundation and regional affiliates with help from local sponsors. 
visit their webs website at givelocalmov.org for a list of participating organizations. Help if you can. Goes right back to what we were talking about. Help if you can. So, this is cool. This is cool. Discovery World of Market will be launching their first, very first STEAM camp this summer. And those of you who don't know, STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. And it's something that every kid, I think. Oh, Jerry, that's so funny. Jer Jerry's taking donations for Jerry's kids. All right. That'll work. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> Put me down for 35 cents because that's what I have in my pocket. So anyway. So er er I think every kid ought to go through a STEAM program. I mean, uh, Pastor Ray Eubanks, a real good friend of mine, some city council. He wants very much. Um, it's a great place, Jerry. But he try. He wants very much to get involved in the STEAM program, teach kids that technology. Every kid should have something like that going on, Rick. Life classes, you know. We did. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last week. We did. You know, we had a great time. Um, let's see what else. Wood County Historic our Historic Landmarks Commission meets on May 3rd at 6.30 p.m. on the third floor of the Wood County Courthouse. Come down. Become a part of it. Become a part of what's, uh, you know, the historic committee and learn something new. Rick and I did. We talked about this last week, man. Rick and I learned a bunch of stuff oh, we did. that we didn't know. And it was impressive. Interstate Trade Days, May 6th and 7th, which is next weekend. West Virginia Motor Speedway Mineral Wells. It's just a great, big, humongous flea market. As you can see, there's antiques, crafts, all kinds of stuff. There's just about anything and everything, outdoor supplies, arts and entertainment. Um, and if you're very nice, I may sing solo. Solo, we can't hear you. All right. Next Sunday, May 7th, this is going to be cool. This is going to be really cool. I think I might try to go to this. They're having the West Virginia Symphony Orchestra, Parkersburg, final symphony for the season is at the Blenner Hatcher Hotel next Sunday, May 7th, with social hour beginning at 5 o'clock p.m. Tickets are $50 per person. Dinner selection include beef, chicken, vegetarian pasta, light or hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres, and cash bar will be available during social hour. Contact Terry Hardman, 304-481-0364, with questions or to RSVP. And, um, again, this will be on the calendar on the bobcast.net. So, go in there. So, Rick, let's do some Spotlight MOV, some real cool stuff. As you know, Rick and I spent last week going to multiple places throughout this awesome, awesome community we live in. We got kind of stuck. Okay, that's cool, Jerry. Um, it's kind of we, we kind of got stuck there because it was so cool. If, if you ever get a chance to go to a tour of the Blenner House at the Hotel and Spa, 320 Market Street, Parkerburg, everybody knows where it's at. It's like the centerpiece, along with the courthouse. It's the centerpiece of the city of Parkersburg. It's just like right there. You got that, you've got the courthouse, you've got the smooth theater. Just, just, ah, I love that place. And I, I didn't, I, I think I've only been in it one time, and that's been several years ago. We were at a parade, and it was really cold, and they were selling hot chocolate inside. So we went inside, but man, that's just a cool spot to be. And, you know, 
So after nearly, let's see, we want to thank Travis Stevens for being so kind, for meeting us and giving us an extended tour of the facility. Um, he, uh, he gave us permission to use all the pictures that are on the site and, um, you know, anything we can come up with. What is that in the middle of that picture? Is that an orb, Rick? Uh, <laughs> no, that's raindrops on the, on the camera lens. I knew that. That was my next guess. Yeah. I just wanted to see what you would but say. Orbs would be cooler. Or, orbs would be cool. And I'll bet there's some in there, too. Don't phone three o'clock knock. Remember I told you about that? Yeah. So, anyway, as we mentioned last week, after another six years in construction of Leonard House, it was opened by Colonel William Nelson Chancellor on Monday, May 6th. Well, that's coming up. 1889. That's a couple years before I was born. At that time, West Virginia was in the middle of the nation's oil and gas boom that started in the volcano area of Wood County. I'm sure we're going to hear about that one, but that's what, you know, a lot of people believe that, that it was actually started in Pennsylvania, but it actually, right here, good old West Virginia. And he wanted his hotel to be particularly attractive to the new millionaires in the area. Definitely wasn't me. And make sure that he was a part of their money flow. Make sure that he was a part of their money flow. He put his bank just inside the main entrance of the hotel. See, that's something I did not know about, that there was a there was a bank there. I, I had no idea. And so that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, the hotel is believed to be one, if not the first establishment in Parkersburg, to have functional modern-day electricity. That's pretty cool. Now, yeah. see, there, there's a, a picture of it circa 1940, right after mm -hmm. it opened. No. So this was 1940 after, after, after the uh, after the makeover. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, after after the makeup. So anyway, um, let's see. The hotel has had three major renovations since its opening in 1889. The first major renovation occurred in 1944-45 when William Chancellor's grandson Nelson Burwell, from the Burwell Theater fame, mm -hmm. ran and operated a hotel. At this time, a new What's a terrazzo floor? Is that like a... It's just the style of floor. That oh. really beautiful floor that we were looking at and admiring. Oh, oh, that's what that's called. Yeah. It was added in the lobby area. and marble facade was added to exterior front. The only remaining section of the terrazzo lobby floor can be seen in the hotel's present-day library and was restored for viewing in March of 2020. Cool. And toward the end of the 1970s, the hotel has seen its better days. It had fallen into disrepair and was not functioning as a regular operating hotel. In 1979, the hotel had around 30 elderly residents who were renting out rooms as apartments. And then at, on May 9th, 1979, just 90 years and three days after the Leonard Hassett had first originally opened the doors to the public, a fire broke out in the linen closet on the second floor of the 4th Street side, which was be over here. Right, right in here. Right where that ladder truck is. Right where that ladder truck is at. Exactly right. Imagine that. Uh, the Park for Fire Department was able to get the fire put out before it reached the fifth floor. And after the fire, the hotel was vacant until around 1980. And when several Parkersburg locals joined the Pennsylvania-based investors and decided to save the Blenner Hassett Hotel and bring it back to life. And thank God they did. That is just one of the most awesome, awesome places. It really, got that, really is. They've got that all built onto the back, uh, the new section. They've got it built out to the side with their patio. Um, 
and they've got meeting rooms, they've got conference, you know, different banquet rooms, stuff like that. Um, so the hotel's second major renovation began in 1985, continued to early spring of 86, uh, surpassing $7 million at that time. I'm not sure what that would be in today's dollars. Bunch. Let's see over here a little bit. Um, let's see. Where are we at? The new addition to the hotel was added at this time, including a grand ballroom, promenade, promenade on the first floor, and guest rooms in the second through fifth floor, bringing the number of rooms to around 104. So that was one of the questions we wanted to ask, but that was one of the questions that got that got answered pretty quickly. Yeah. So 104 guest rooms down. Let's see. At this time, the buildings to the right of the hotel, Market Street, were eliminated. Most of you know what reps. Was that Reps Furniture or SIDS? or It was Reps, wasn't it? I don't remember. Anyway, it was on the right-hand side. There used to be a drugstore in there, too, because I worked yeah. there for, helped them out for a couple of days. And um, so, anyway, um, where are we at? The antiques that they brought in. Yep, antiques from other places around the country brought in to give a historical feel to the hotel at this period. A lot of... A, and lots of dark stained wainscoting, whatever that was, was added through the building. Some could say that this renovation sort of gave the hotel a Mississippi riverboat sort of feel inside. And the hotel's third major renovation began in November of 2002, continued up to the spring of 2006. That's when he added the, the back of it. And um, it was owned by the Ross family who purchased a hotel's property in 2000. This renovation surpassed $10 million. Wow. And you think of all the millions of dollars that have gone into that building? It's it's, it's incredible. It's worth it's worth saving. It's worth. Oh saving. yeah, oh yeah. Um, construction started at the fifth le fifth level, and once completed, moved to the next level, and so on until the entire building had been renovated floor by floor. This renovation reduced the hotel's capacity from around 104 guest rooms to 89 guest rooms. That's still. Well, there's the man, the legend. Was that the hotel? Yeah. Yep, that's what it yep, that is. Yep, yep. But I, I, I um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, anyway, the, the Market Street buildings were eliminated. Part of the property was purchased to make room for the new garden patio, which is awesome. At this time, there's also a large hole open through the main dining room wall in order to make room for the new doors leading the main dining room out to the garden. There's a picture of it right there. Pretty cool place. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, anyway. And they're climate controlled. There's a portable stage area to. Uh, allow a spot for outdoor garden entertainment to occur during the summer months. Climate control patio tents. Um, in nineteen in October twenty nineteen, the hotel was sold and became under new ownership, currently known as the company R and W Hotels, and owned by Wayne Moldeck and Lee Rector, two great guys, two local businessmen. Uh, Wayne Moldeck, as you all know, um, Napoli's Pizza, Walbon, McCappy's. Um, and Lee Rector, Lee Studios, which is now inside the Blenheim House at Hotel, and uh, so just a couple good, couple good business people there who are you know keeping it. Uh, today, Blenheim House is the oldest operating boutique hotel in the state of West Virginia, which is cool. That gives us something to brag about. In 2022, the hotel was visited by Governor Jim Justice and Baby Dog. Um, and it is the Blenheim House. It is a pet-friendly um, hotel, and 
Yeah, so did I, Jerry. I used to drive for him. And there was a picture that was taken during the, the 1913 flood, which led to the construction of the flood wall that now surrounds the river city, the river side of the city. So, and there's another picture of the flood looking down market from 6th Street. Um, here's a couple pictures we took from the solarium on the third floor, Rick and I did. Do we have him, Rick? Uh, yeah, here they are. Yeah, see? And that'd be just a cool place, Rick. We, you and I discussed it. Just go in there and take a computer and just sit and be left alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the place right there. So we went in there, and um, it's open all the way up to the roof with balconies looking down into the solarium from the fourth and fifth floors. And it's just a great place, just a beautiful, beautiful place. So go down. And, and again, we mentioned last week when we were discussing this that one of the big, one of the big misconceptions about the Blennerhassett Hotel is it's for rich people. Nope. Um, Travis told us that you know they have all kinds of things coming up, which Rick and I are going to be on top of. Um, they have live entertainment now, and they have all kinds of different things planned. And so we're going to keep on top of it. And like I told you last week, right there, at these one of these pictures, we're going to do a live remote from there um, if we get if we can get the permission and uh, and go from there. So, but, but again, we'd like to express our thanks to Wayne Waldeck, Lee Rector, for giving us access to the hotel, Digital Market Manager Travis Stevens, for taking us on a tour and giving us permission to use the information and pictures. Tours of the hotel are held on most Tuesdays through Saturdays at 4 p.m. with the latest time to sign up is by 3.30. Cost is $10 plus tax and tip. Go to their website for tour details, theblennerhassett.com, or go to thebobcast.net. And if you go down there, tell them you heard it on the Bobcast. Yeah, please sure do. I'm sure they'd love to hear that, you know. So... Um, just get out here and talk to them and tell them, say, hey, you know, I heard Bob and Rick on the Bobcast talking about it. So, but we're spotlighting what next week, Rick? Um, Phelps uh, Tavner? Phelps Tavner. Yep. Phelps, Phelps Tavner. The very beginning of Wood County, people. Just cool. That, we have pictures. That's, that's going to be fun. We have, we have some real cool pictures and some real cool. And I'm going to try to get, um, I, I think we need to try to get Bobby and Nick on. Or one of the one of the ladies that showed us mm -hmm. around up here. I think we need to do that. I think that would make it all the, all the better. That would. You know, that instead would. of them, them having to listen to me talk all night. Maybe we, we can pop out there Wednesday and talk to them. We can do that. We can do that. So anyway, anything else we need to do, sir? Is everything pretty much where it needs to be? Well, that's all, that's all the stuff that we had to, that we really had to make time for. So now we can talk about anything y'all want to talk about. What y'all want to talk about? You want to talk about? Want to talk about? Let's talk about Jerry behind his face. There you go. So anyway, Jerry said he was a driver with Napoli. He's a day cook and a manager for a few days. <laughs> I'd love <laughs> to know the story behind that one. He was a manager for a few days. Yeah, we we did that, Jerry. We did the ice cream socials last week. We're going to keep track of them. And get some more going on for this week. Yeah, we're yeah we're definitely going to. Uh, if if um, if you're a member of a volunteer fire department, and you have a function coming or any kind of fundraising or, or anything that you want to let people know about, let us know. We'll put it on. Exactly. exactly. And you can even come in and talk to them about it. 
And that's what we want to do because we want people on here to kind of not help us out, but just be involved in it. Yeah. So, you know, we want everybody involved. This is, this is something that's really cool that Rick and I have been doing since last year and we want everybody to be involved in it. So if you feel like you want to come into the studio and sit and talk with us and, you know, or just come in and say hi and let us know what you, what's on your mind. If you have a announcement or something, we'll absolutely put you on and say, Hey, June 10th for deer walk Eastwoods the week before. What did we didn't know about deer walk? Did we? Yeah. I've got on, on my uh, schedule. Okay. Okay. On. Thanks Jerry. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll raffle. get that on the calendar here in the next couple of days. They have they're having raffle tickets for sale, so get a hold of if you know if anybody on the fire departments, get a hold of them and buy some raffle tickets to support them. Uh, what are they raffling off this year? I don't know, Jerry. Do you know what they're raffling off this year? But it's like um, it costs a lot to. I get a cost the firefighter. I did a cost analysis one time, and I'll I'll try to remember to, to find that. I had some graphics on that, uh, just for the turnout gear, and the oxygen tank, and the helmet, and the fireproof hood that goes under the helmet, um, and the radio, comes to thirty five hundred four thousand dollars per firefighter. Pretty expensive. And and the fire departments, the volunteer fire departments here, they get. I, I get they get a, a couple of dollars a year from the state, but most of their most of their stuff they have to raise their own funds. They got to buy their own trucks, got to buy their own build their own uh, build their own fire stations. Uh, which reminds me that uh, Eastwood is going to be oh yeah, well more than that. Crossbow leaf blower, hundred bucks. Oh and yeah, more, and more yeah. than that. Eastwood's going to have to be building their they got to build a whole new building here pretty soon. Did Their building's really? washing down into the creek. Which one, the substation or the the, the main, main station? There, there in the middle of uh, middle of Davisville is washing into the creek. It's all wow. eroded out in the back. Exactly. And so they've got a place across the street and down ways a little bit closer to the uh, closer to the uh, college, I believe it is. I, I drove by, I saw it not least not too long ago. Well, you know, everybody too, stay tuned for. Um, like the um, multicultural festival, the honey festival, uh, just everything that's going on at the city park, Southwood park. Um, we have the back. Well, it's not back, not called back the blue, but we're going to have a big celebration for the park for police department. This is their 150th year. Um, Cause like you said, we have the best fire departments, police departments, EMS right here. And, I'll say that till forever, and so it's pretty cool. But if you have anything you want want us to talk about, if you have anything you want to announce, birthdays especially. If you have, if your kids are having birthdays, um, people, the kids love to hear their name on the podcast. They do. They, they love it. And uh, so we're going to – and the adults do too, trust me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so – they love their, they love to have their name on it. So other than that, Rick, I think I'm just about finished and um, about ready to do some cool stuff on the 3D printer. I'm thinking about making a dragon and some more um, starfish for the wall. So, 
But anyway, we thank you guys very much for being with us tonight. Thank you for tuning in, our loyal listeners from North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Lower Boaz. Thank you very much for joining us. And just be a part of it, please, and let us know. And, you know, if we, yes, it is, Jerry, I love it. Um, if, if, you know, for screwing up, let us know. We, we take criticism very well because this is a learning experience. You know, I, I seen a thing the other day and it, I didn't feel so bad afterwards because what, when I read this, this guy's had a podcast for like six or seven or eight years. And it took about five years for it to catch on. So once we really get to know what we're doing and get some help of the professionals that, you know, will help us out, you know, Rick and I are going to, this thing's going to kick butt, take names and you're welcome, Jerry. Thank you for what you do, sir. So anyway, we're going to close out tonight. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for your um, comments. Thank you for just being part of it. Love you guys very much our family and our friends. Remember the Bobcast.net. Everything is on there. If you have anything you'd like to say to Rick and I, Rick the Bobcast.net, Bob the Bobcast.net. Don't spell keep my it, name. Keep it PG. And don't spell my name backwards. Because then it, I will be confused, Ricker. Yeah. So for information about the Bobcast Mid-Eye Valley happenings, please visit our website, the Bobcast.net. Thanks to everything we discussed this evening will be posted by tomorrow evening, probably before that, because Rick is a space age whiz kid. Yeah. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Bobcast MOV. Listen to the audio version of the Bobcast on our RSS website, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever your local wherever you listen to your local podcasts at. Um, they all should be available in about an hour, give or take twelve days. So you know, remember this, those who keep looking are always looking down, never see the rainbow or silver linings. So keep looking up. See you next week. Yeah, that's all, folks.